Hello, my lovely, lovely loyal listeners. Today is Saturday, September 30th, 2023, the last day of September 2023. This is just Miss Rose, and on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, it's not Friday, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. But you know what, you guys? We're coming into October. And everybody knows I started my podcast, Just Miss Rose and You, on October 13th, 2020. And we're moving along to season four. So I'm going to switch it up again because you know how I switched it to uh, three times a week and then I switched it to a half an hour instead of an hour. Well, I might do it maybe. I don't know. We'll think about it. Because you never, you know, we never know what, what we're doing. We're driving down this rabbit hole that we've been down for, what, three years now? <laughs> well, Anyway, did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. And we will be right back with today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns after this brief pause for the cause. expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's dictionary definition word of the day brought to you by Oxford Languages is recognize. It's a verb. Number one, identify someone or something from having encountered them before. Know again. Number two, acknowledge the existence, validity, or legality of recognize and we will be right back all right my lovely loyal listeners we are back and (laughs) you guys i like to think that i'm a confident person but sometimes i find myself socially awkward and I have a tendency to make other people uncomfortable but then again that is my um, purpose in life is to take other people out of their comfort zones and you know make them think a little bit differently than they were thinking before and I'm also here to break 
every rule in existence and to not just break them, break them so much that they have to make up whole, all whole brand new rules. Anyway, <laughs> as I was searching for a topic to read, I said, now, do I want to do a rant or do I want to read? And I kind of want to do both. So, after this brief pause for the course, we will be back. And I will. I don't know. I'm going to come up with something. (laughs) I'm either going to read an article or I'm going to do a rant. But either way, go get you something to eat, some water, whatever. And try not to fall asleep while I'm uh, doing this podcast. (laughs) Several people have told me. Plus myself, when I listen to these podcasts, I put my own self to sleep. I don't know if it's because I'm boring or if because, like my one friend said, my voice is ASMR. For those of you who don't know what ASMR is because quite frankly I didn't know what it was either (laughs) but since I'm on my rant right now I'm gonna go on ahead and look it up for you guys officially before I come back I mean before I leave on my little break and then come back as my sister used to say uh we'll be right back after this two second break (laughs) ASMR It's autonomous sensory meridian response. A term used to describe a tingling, static-like, or goosebump sensation in response to specific triggering audio or visual stimuli. And you guys can go look that up yourself. ASMR. Anyway... We'll be right back with today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We will be right back. We are back and we are on the website experteditor.com.au and this article written by Tina Fay posted on September 29th, 2023 is titled 12 Phrases to Gracefully Exit an Uncomfortable Conversation. Have you ever found yourself in a conversation that's as uncomfortable as walking on a bed of nails? Maybe the topic is touchy 
or the person you're chatting with has the tact of a sledgehammer. Whatever the reason, we've all been there. It's awkward, it's unpleasant, and you'd rather be literally anywhere else. But fear not. There's no need to fake a phone call or feign sudden illness to escape. This article is your golden ticket out of those cringe-worthy convos. We're going to arm you with an arsenal of phrases and techniques that can help you gracefully duck out of any uncomfortable conversation while keeping your cool and your dignity intact. So sit back, relax, and read on to liberate yourself from the clutches of conversational discomfort forevermore. Number one. I don't want to monopolize your time. This phrase is a classic but goldie. It's polite, it's considerate, and it gets the job done. Imagine you're stuck in an uncomfortable conversation. Instead of wishing for an alien abduction, try saying, I don't want to monopolize your time, but it was really nice chatting. I mean, but it was really nice catching up with you. What's great about this line is that it flips the script. Instead of you being the one wanting to leave, it makes it seem like you're doing them a favor by freeing up their time. Clever, right? And the best part, it works in almost any situation, whether you're at a networking event, a casual party, or even in a work meeting. Number two, I just remember something I need to do. Our next strategy is a lifesaver for those moments when you're caught in a conversation that's as enjoyable as a toothache and you need a quick exit. Just say, I just remembered something I need to do. Now, this doesn't mean you have to come up with an elaborate task or 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 invent an urgent errand. It could be as simple as needing to make a phone call, send an important email, or even just grabbing another drink. The point is, it gives you an excuse to step away. Remember, the key to pulling off this phrase is to say it with confidence and a hint of urgency. If done right, it can be your get-out-of-jail-free card for any uncomfortable conversation. Number three, I've just noticed someone I need to catch up with. This phrase is a personal favorite of mine, and I have a little story to share about how it saved me from an awkward conversation catastrophe. I was at a networking event, stuck in a conversation that was going nowhere fast. The guy I was talking to had a passion for antique staplers. Yeah, you read that right antique staplers and he was more than eager to share every minute detail don't get me wrong i'm all for unique hobbies but after 30 minutes of riveting stapler history i was desperate for an escape then it hit me i casually glanced over the guy's shoulder and said Oh, I've just noticed someone I need to catch up with. It was really interesting learning about your collection. Talk to you soon. And just like that, I made my graceful exit. This 
phrase is fantastic because it doesn't make the other person feel brushed off. Plus, it gives you the chance to move on to a new conversation, or in my case, away from the world of antique staplers. Number four, let's continue this conversation later. Got a conversation that's spiraling into discomfort faster than a roller coaster? Here's your next secret weapon. Let's continue this conversation later. I'd love to hear more. This phrase is like a magic trick. It gives you an instant out, but still leaves the other person feeling valued. They'll appreciate that you're interested in hearing more, even if you're silently thanking your lucky stars for the escape. Number five, I need a moment to process our conversation. Sometimes an uncomfortable conversation might be heavy or emotionally charged. In these cases, a thoughtful and heartfelt approach can work wonders. Try saying something like, I really appreciate your openness and I need a moment to process our conversation. This phrase shows that you respect the person and the topic at hand, but also communicates your need for some space. This approach isn't just about escaping an uncomfortable situation. It's also about honoring your own emotions and allowing yourself the time to reflect. It's okay to step to, it's okay to take a step back when things get intense. After all, we're humans, not robots. Number 6. <clears throat> Excuse me, I need to freshen up. This next phrase is my trusty sidekick at social events. It's simple, it's universal, and it saved me from many an awkward conversation. Excuse me, I need to freshen up. I remember once I was at a friend's birthday party. I'd been cornered by an enthusiastic but incredibly detailed storyteller. I was desperately trying to keep up with the intricate plot lines of their favorite sci-fi series, which I'd never watched when the phrase popped into my head. I flashed a polite smile and said, excuse me, I need to freshen up. Let's catch up later. Off I slipped, leaving the world of intergalactic warfare behind. What's great about this phrase is its versatility. It works for everyone, everywhere. Plus, it gives you a much needed breather and a chance to dive back into the social pool with renewed energy. Number seven, I'm not comfortable discussing this. Sometimes conversations can veer into territory that you're just not okay with. Maybe it's too personal, too controversial, or just plain inappropriate. In these instances, the best approach is often the most straightforward one. I'm not comfortable discussing this. No frills or fluff, just raw honesty. Asserting yourself might feel a little tough initially, especially if you're worried about how the other person might react. But remember, your comfort is important too. Number eight, I've got to get back to work now. This phrase is particularly useful for those uncomfortable chats during office hours. Even the most talkative of colleagues can't argue with, I've got to get back to work now. 
It's direct, it's professional, and it gets you out of the conversation without causing any offense. Plus, it subtly hints that you value your time and productivity, which is a bonus in the workplace. Excuse me. Number nine. I've enjoyed our talk, but I need some time alone. As an introvert, I've encountered numerous times when a conversation, no matter how interesting, simply becomes too much. It's not about the other person. It's just that my energy levels have dipped and I need to recharge. During such moments, I found this phrase to be a savior. I've enjoyed our talk, but I need some time alone. This phrase is honest and respectful. It communicates that while you value the interaction, you also value your personal space and time to recharge. I recall using it at a friend's get-together where I'd been engaged in a deep conversation about life and dreams. At some point, I began to feel drained. So I took a deep breath, took a deep breath and said, I've enjoyed our talk, but I need some time alone. My friend understood and I was able to retreat and recharge without feeling guilty. Remember, it's okay to prioritize your needs. After all, conversations are more enjoyable when you're feeling your best. Number 10. I think we see things differently. Ever found yourself in a conversation that that's more like a heated debate? All the time for me, you guys. It's like one minute you're chatting, the next you're defending your viewpoint like a courtroom lawyer. When this happens, a simple, I think we see things differently, can work wonders. It acknowledges the disagreement without fueling the fire. It's a way of saying, let's agree to disagree without actually saying it. Number 11. This topic is a bit too personal for me. Sometimes conversations can veer into personal territory that feels like an invasion of privacy. In these instances, it's perfectly okay to say this topic is a bit too personal for me. You don't owe anyone your life story or intimate details about your personal life. It's all right to draw the line when you feel uncomfortable. Number 12, I'd rather not comment. And finally, If you're asked for your opinion on a sensitive or controversial topic that you'd rather stay clear of, just say so. A simple, I'd rather not comment, can save you from diving into a conversation you'd rather avoid. Remember, these phrases aren't about avoiding all difficult conversations. They're about giving you the power to choose when and how to engage in discussions that respect your boundaries and comfort levels final words. So there you have it. A dozen phrases to help you navigate and exit uncomfortable conversations gracefully. The next time you find yourself in an awkward chat, give these a try. You've got this. Okay. And that is the conclusion of that article here on experteditor.com.au. 12 phrases to gracefully exit an uncomfortable conversation. And we will be right back with the conclusion of today's episode of 
as the massage table turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I really do love you for listening. We will be right back. It's time for the bonus dictionary definition word of the day. Today's bonus dictionary definition word of the day brought to you by Oxford Language is pretentious. It's an adjective attempting to impress by affecting greater importance, talent, culture, etc. that is actually possessed. Pretentious. And we will be right back. My lovely loyal listeners, we are back with our last article for today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, and we're going to remain on the experteditor.com.au, and this article, written by Brendan Brown, posted September 30th, 2023, is titled, If Someone Displays These 10 Behaviors, They're a truly pretentious person. We all encounter people who act like they're walking encyclopedias, right? But do we know what really makes someone pretentious? Believe it or not, identifying certain behaviors can help us spot these show-offs. So, let's discuss the top 10 behaviors that reveal a truly pretentious person you might just recognize someone you know. Number one, they constantly name drop. You know the type. They're always trying to impress by mentioning famous or influential people they supposedly know or have met. Oh, did I ever tell you about the time I bumped into Elon Musk at a conference? Or... My close friend, who just so happens to be a renowned author, once told me, in every conversation, if every conversation includes a celebrity cameo, that's a big red flag. It's as if they're saying their worth is dependent on the important people they know. Number two, they love to use fancy words. Ever had a chat with someone who suddenly throws in words like, quintessential or anti-disestablishmentarianism. If you need a dictionary to understand what they're saying, chances are you're talking to a pretentious person. They love using complex words and phrases, often unnecessarily. It's their way of showing off their superior vocabulary. But let's be real. Communication is about understanding each other, not about showing off how many complicated words we know. So, if someone is constantly talking in riddles or using words that even autocorrect can't identify, you've probably found yourself 
a pretentious person. Number three, they always have to be right. We've all had those conversations where the other person just won't accept they're wrong, even when it's clear as day. I once had a friend who absolutely insisted that the capital of Australia was Sydney. No matter how many times I told him it's actually Canberra, he just wouldn't budge. He even tried to convince me that my geography teacher had it all wrong. This need to always be right, even in the face of undeniable facts, is a classic sign of a pretentious person. Uh, oops. Okay, y'all, I got it all okay. They're more interested in appearing smart than learning something new or admitting their mistakes. Number four, they can't appreciate simple things. Pretentious people often have a knack for dismissing the simple pleasures of life. For example, they might turn their nose up at a plain cheese pizza or scorn popular movies and music, opting instead for obscure foreign films or avant-garde jazz. Research has shown Research has actually shown that people who appreciate simple everyday experiences like a beautiful sunset or a good cup of coffee tend to be happier and more satisfied with life. On the contrary, those who constantly seek out highbrow or sophisticated experiences may miss out on these simple joys. So, if someone can't enjoy the simple things in life without making it complicated or classy, you've probably spotted a pretentious behavior. Number five, they always want to stand out. Pretentious people often have a deep-seated need to find out from the crowd, to to stand out from the crowd, to be seen as different or special. This isn't just about having a unique style or personality, which can be a wonderful thing. It's about doing things for the sole purpose of drawing attention and setting themselves apart. For example, they might wear outrageously expensive designer clothes when everyone else is dressed casually or loudly express controversial opinions just to get a reaction. Here's something to remember. It's okay to blend in. It's okay to be ordinary. True individuality comes from being yourself, not from a desperate need to appear different. Number six, they look down on others. I once knew a guy who would always make snide remarks about other people's choices, what they wore, what they ate, the music they listened to. He believed his tastes were superior and that anyone who didn't share them was somehow less than. It was as if he lived in a bubble where only his preferences mattered. This kind of attitude, looking down on others because their choices or tastes don't align with yours, is a classic pretentious behavior. Number seven, 
they're all about image. Let's be real for a second. We live in a society where image often trumps substance. And pretentious people, they thrive on it. These people are all about appearances. The right clothes, the right car, the right social media posts. But here's the kicker. It's all surface level stuff. Scratch beneath that polished exterior and you might find there's not much there. They invest so much energy into looking a certain way that they forget to be genuine. Truth is, life isn't an Instagram feed. It's messy and unpredictable. If you know someone who is more invested in maintaining an image than showing their real self, that's pretentious behavior right there. Number eight, they're masters of one-upmanship. Ever shared a story or experience only to have someone counter with a tale that's bigger, better, or more dramatic? This is a classic pretentious move. They always have to one-up everybody else. But did you know that psychologists say that one-upmanship often stems from insecurity? People who frequently try to outdo others usually feel the need to prove their worth. They believe that by appearing more successful, intelligent, or experienced than those around them, they'll gain respect or admiration. But the truth is, constant one-upmanship can be exhausting for everyone involved and rarely wins genuine respect. Number nine, they criticize more than they compliment. I remember a colleague who seemed to have a knack for finding faults. Okay, y'all, my little screen is going crazy here. Hold on, stop it. I remember a colleague who seemed to have a knack for finding faults, whether it was the coffee at the office, the new guy's presentation skills, or even the weather. Nothing was ever good enough for her. She would criticize everything and seldom had a good word to say about anyone or anything. Now, being critical isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can help us improve and grow. But when it becomes a habit and overshadows any form of appreciation or positivity, it becomes a pretentious behavior. Number 10. (laughs) Sorry for the pause, you guys. Number 10. They're never impressed. Pretentious people are the masters of the meh. Nothing seems to impress them. They've seen it all, done it all, and of course, they've done it better. Your new job, They've had a better one. Your vacation photos, they've been, they've been to more exotic places. Your favorite restaurant, they know a place that's much better. This perpetual lack of enthusiasm or inability to be impressed by anything is a classic sign of pretentious behavior. It's as if they're saying, I'm so superior that nothing can amaze me. 
So, if someone never seems impressed by anything, chances are you've got a pretentious person on your hands. Is that it, you guys? Wait a minute. That's it for this article. But before you leave, no, we're not taking any quizzes. All right, then that's it, you guys. And that, we want to thank... (laughs) I think there should have been a period instead of a comma. Uh, We want to thank Brendan Brown for his wonderful article. If someone displays these 10 behaviors, they're a truly pretentious person. (laughs) Y'all know I'm a lot of things, but pretentious, I don't think, I don't think I fall into the pretentious category. I might fall into the goofy category, but not pretentious. Anyway, that is the conclusion of today's episode of As the Massage Tape Turns. Now, I thought about it while I was uh, on one of my little breaks. And you know how I said I might switch it up next season. Instead of, instead of recording on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm going to change it to Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. But that won't happen until season four on October 13th, which I'm not sure. What day is that? Let's see. Since I got a couple of little minutes left over here to kill. Calendar. Where's the calendar? I don't know. Where's the calendar? Ooh, where's the calendar? There it is. All right. Come on. Y'all. Where's the next one? Okay, October the 13th happens to be on a Friday. So, but that, you know what, that is, that is just Miss Rose. Because as massage trip returns didn't start until the 31st. So, on the 31st, it just happens to be a Tuesday. (laughs) Halloween. So, beginning on Halloween. As the massage table turns, will be recorded on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And I don't know about Jess, Miss Rose. I might leave her on Sunday. But either way, you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you from your square because you are the only you in the entire universe. And nobody is doing a better job of being you. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Now, you have a great weekend. Have an enjoyable rest of the week. And we will talk with you again on Monday on As the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. Miss Rose out.